Take my hand Take my little hand Walk with me And if you can Understand I didn't plan For this road I'm on But here I stand Hello, you're listening to the Sweet Baby O Podcast. I'm Lynn Browder, and I have a son, Owen, who is 11 and has autism. It is hard to believe, but I have been doing this podcast now for one year. So thank you all for listening and supporting us and asking questions and being there as part of our journey. So it's truly hard to believe, but one year under our belt here. So thank you, thank you, thank you for being part of our journey. So sleep, lack of sleep, no sleep, little sleep. (laughs) How do we get sleep? Those are all the questions of the day. Owen gets out of sync with sleep, depending on routine or no routine or the day of the week that he wants the routine to be the way he wants his routine to be. And then, of course, there's sounds and lights and colors and (laughs) noises of all sorts. I just, I can't even imagine all the things that, you know, wake all of us up and then have on top of it something on your mind that you want to do, look at, be part of. And once he's awake, he's awake. So, last night, I don't even know if you call it last night or in the morning, (laughs) whenever you want to call 1 o'clock a.m., 1 a.m., whatever that time is. Is that nighttime or is that morning time? Whichever we want to agree to disagree or agree that it is way too early or way too late. But when you wake up for the day at 1 o'clock in the morning, that is way too early early. And that's where we were at. Owen knew today was church, church, church day, as he says. And that was that. He woke up. There is generally no convincing him of going back to sleep. Every blue moon, I can convince him to do it, to go back to sleep. But it's rare. It's very, very rare. And I knew, (laughs) I knew when he woke up that he was just, he wasn't having it. And the last couple of weeks have been hard for him. Even though he's in summer school, it's still not completely his routine. It's not completely everything that he wants to do. And so having um, having just something that just is slightly off for him will completely change routine. And last night when he went to bed, 
it, this is what's so hard about our schedule is he wakes up so early, but trying to push the schedule forward for falling asleep is very hard because at around seven o'clock, he wants his blanket. He wants to be in, you know, under his blankets in his bed. Um, and, you know, everything else already done. So trying to change his bedtime to, you know, nine o'clock or 10 o'clock, that's hard because he's already in sleep mode by eight o'clock. And I don't want to change one routine and one thing that he's really good at, you know, go be, we struggled. <laughs> this is where my, oh, breathe, 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 breathe. We struggled for years and years and years and years and years and more years to fall asleep at any particular time. It didn't matter if I did the same exact routine every single night. It continued to be hard on him to fall asleep. And so it could be hours hours and hours and hours that he would just fight it. Um, I'm, I'm exhausted tonight. Um, he would fight it or he wouldn't be able to relax or he just couldn't process it or he didn't want to go to sleep. And then one day, thankfully, Curious George, the man in the yellow hat, they they had a um, story that told about how Curious George went to bed and the man said, you know, if you need me, I'm over here. And then ever since then, Owen's been going to sleep on his own. It's like a miracle. I tell him good night. I, I give him his hug. We say our prayer. And he is in his bed he doesn't always fall asleep. He gets up sometimes three or four or five times, sometimes no times. He comes and he talks to me, but he goes back to bed. And most of the time, most of the days of the week, he falls asleep within 10 minutes, 20 minutes, less. But it's on his terms. He's in his bed. He's relaxing. He's, you know, winding down for the moment and going through the process. And so it's such an amazing thing that I don't want to jeopardize that sleep. The nights that we are up all night are, are more on the rare occasions than they ever have been. And so, you know, once or twice a month, we we have these now instead of every single night. And so that's that's worth keeping all of the routine the same. I'm not saying in another, you know, six months or a year, we might be able to keep bumping it up. Um, but he is so good at this routine of going to sleep. I don't want to push it to get the extra hour on the other side. It'll change. He's growing. He's, you know, he's 11 now. He's, he will definitely, his, his sh- sleeping patterns will shift. 
And so we'll get there as, as we go along. But last night, the one o'clock thing, and then I tried to convince him to go back to sleep, and he wasn't having it. No part of it was something that he was going to deal with or want to have. And so I tried. It was at around one, and then it was around two. And I, I send him off to his bed without his tablet, but then he goes and he gets his tablet, and he takes it to his bed anyways. And I try to get him to realize that one circumstance leads to the next thing, leads to the next thing. And if he doesn't sleep, I don't sleep. And then if I don't sleep, it's just, it's hard. It's hard for him. It's hard for me. And and so I try to get him to realize that we have to have sleep. Like I said, thankfully, this is not something that happens every single night anymore. That that was incredibly hard. And it used to happen most nights. I mean, there was a couple of nights randomly that he would at least sleep somewhat okay. But now, thankfully... Thankfully, he sleeps much, much better. But how do you get to the point where it is routine for your child, that it is something that you can, you know, work with them on and get them to understand, you know, this is nighttime. You don't get out of bed a hundred times, you know, you get literally, oh my word, I, I, so many times Owen would get up and up and up and up. And routine is great, but it is also hard because if any little thing changes, then which part do you deal with? How do you get it to the point where you can then easily change it back into something that works for you with that routine. Now, you know, some people, will, you know, it's, it's supplements that they use or they, you know, talk to their doctor um, or, you know, it's bath time routine, it's no tablet, it's no this, no that, lights out, all of the things. And I feel like every person, every child, every adult, everyone is different in that. And I change. Like sometimes I want no noise at all. And the room has to be completely dark and everything has to be just so quiet and I have to be cold and, and you know, with tons of blankets on me and, and just every bit of these moments. But when you're going through something like this, it takes a while to figure out what helps your child go to sleep. And people would suggest things, you know, the the different types of bath, you know, lavender or this or that. And with Owen, like 
lavender actually doesn't help him to go to sleep. Lavender makes him very hyper and he is then, you know, crawling the walls with these, you know, certain smells and like the essential oils or different things like that. Um, certain smells. I don't even have to like they, for me, they're hard. And so for him, it's the same type of thing. There's certain, certain things like that that we just can't have. They, I, smells, perfumes and all of that is really, really hard on me. And even like with hair, um, hair gels or hairsprays or any of those, it's just certain smells, not all of them, like anything, not all of them, but that is hard for me. And it's the same with him. There's certain smells for, you know, bathing or something that should be, could be relaxing to him is far from relaxing to him. So it's finding what works for your child. And, you know, sometimes it takes a while. And so I'm, I'm just here to say, you know, I encourage you to keep trying the things. I never imagined Curious George and the man with the yellow hat would change our lives. But it was literally like overnight success. And he did it all on his own. Owen completely and totally did it all on his own. And so that is the glory in this. You know, as, as your child gets older, the, your, you know, adult, the, um, the things that I tend to want to do when I fall asleep are completely different than a year ago and five years ago and when I was a kid. I, when I was a kid, I was, I'm just like Owen. I never slept. I never slept. And I've not been diagnosed with autism, but the more I learn about autism, I would not be surprised if they, I, I fell on there someplace. Uh, <clears throat> because of the way I, you know, I, I look at Owen and the way he reacts to things and I'm right there with him. So who knows? But, any which way, my routine and his routine don't always go together. And that's, that's the thing that's also hard with, with sleep is when it's your own body and it's hard enough when you wake up three and four times a night or you have insomnia or you can't sleep because of XYZ. See the yawning. It's the yawning. Talking about sleep is making me exhausted. But when you are in that moment and you need sleep because you haven't slept for nights or or something is, you know, you just, there are nights you just need even more sleep than you are accustomed to. But then you have a child that is waking up three and four and ten times it's hard on your body mentally, physically, emotionally. And you know, it's, it's an emotional journey. And this is so much about my emotions because, you know, when you have a child, there's those expectations that, yep, maybe toddler, even, you know, small child 
There are hard nights of sleep, lack of sleep, totally and completely. You know that when you have a baby, that baby is going to cry a lot of different times during the night. Owen, you know, was just like any other baby. It was just cried and cried and cried. And so it, it just, the nights were hard. But when you get into that toddler stage and a little bit, you know, depending on your child, the little bit later times, you expect them to most nights, not every night, because everybody has something that wakes them up or, you know, you have those moments. But in general, you expect your child to sleep. That is not my story. That is not Owen's story. He did not sleep through the night for years. There was, I mean, years and years and years and years and years and things that they would suggest to help him with his sleep would actually make it worse, like the the lavender and the different things that they, you know, supplements and um, just all of that was really extremely hard on him. But the older he got, the easier things were to change around and, and help him with stuff and change his routine just a little bit and adjust those times. And then Curious George came into our lives. And that is when things started to change. And so it happens. It's not always easy. And it's definitely a yawning experience. Uh, and especially when I'm sitting here talking about it, it's even harder when I've been up since one o'clock in the morning. But you just know that at some point, you'll get some sleep. He'll get some sleep. She'll get some sleep. But it is hard. And so that's, that's one of the things I always like try to remind myself is kindness and grace to my own heart, to my own self. Because, you know, it's a lot on you to have a child that wakes up consistently over and over and over throughout the years. I always get excited when somebody says their child sleeps through the night because I can tell you that is such an incredible blessing. And again, I mean, you know, there are going to be the times that none of us sleep for whatever reason. But to know that more times... Owen is going to sleep through the night, then not sleep. That is such an incredible blessing anymore. So beyond thankful that he actually sleeps through the night, most of the nights now. May still wake up early. But even at that, for him to be able to fall asleep by around nine o'clock every night, that's wonderful. You know, there's still occasional nights, but nine o'clock, that's wonderful. And from nine to five for him to sleep that long, I'll take it. I will 100% take it when there was so many sleepless nights. But I'm thankful and I'm truly thankful for how far he's come and, and all of the aspects of what has changed and how we've gotten there. 
I think sometimes with um, him too, you know, depending on how he eats, depending on if he eats, some nights it's a little harder for him to um, actually, you know, decide or eat his full dinner. And so that kind of changes his sleeping. And sometimes he eats right before he goes to bed, even though I try to convince him to eat earlier. Uh, that also changes how his night goes. And then, of course, like I said, you know, he gets on his mind something that is going to happen and then he wants to do it. So like church was something that's very important to him. But at one o'clock in the morning, we definitely do not need to get ready for church. So that's, that's part of him growing up, him learning and trying to find the things that work for you and your family to get everybody sleep. It's, it, it's, it's a process. It's a process. But right now, except for the occasional nights, I am so thankful of where we are with sleep. <laughs> I'll probably say that more tomorrow when I've had a little bit more, but I am definitely happy with where we are with sleep. So I, again, I am so thankful for the support that everyone has given us, uh, you know, for being on uh, this podcast now for a year. I'm just so thankful for everybody listening and asking questions and tuning in. And it's just, it really, it really is wonderful um, for me. This is been a great experience and I'm just very, very thankful for everybody's input. Uh, in case um, you are new to the show, you can check out my website, which is sweetbabyo.com. Owen and I um, paint together working on his fine motor skills. We, he has a hard time writing and using his utensils and different things like that. So we started painting together and we use a hand over hand method working on the backgrounds of our paintings, working on his fine motor skills. And then I paint the rest of our paintings. So uh, on our website, there is a products page and it shows our paintings and our different things. And you can also find us on Facebook at Sweet Baby O Designs for our paintings. And it shows all of our paintings and uh, different videos and everything there. And so you can see them in, in both places if you're not on Facebook. And I also write every day. I've been writing for over 10 years for just every single day for the last 10, 10 plus years now. Um, and my focus then changed when Owen was uh, about three to starting to write about autism. And so I wanted to share our journey and I wanted to be able to just 
let others know that they aren't alone. You may not know about autism. You may not have experienced autism before, but hopefully this will give you an idea of, of what autism is about. And for those that are, you know, experiencing um, or living with someone that has autism, hopefully this will kind of give you, you know, the, the understanding that you are not alone. Our past may not be exactly the same, but I'm sure that you can relate to a lot of the, the, the subjects that I cover. And so again, you can find out about our daily journey on sweetbabyo.com or Facebook at sweetbabyo or Owen. And it just shares our daily journey. So I also took those writings and wrote a book that was 365 Days of Autism. So this particular book is from 2017. I just captured all of my information from my daily post, and I have this now in a book, 365 Days of Autism, and you can purchase that on um, Amazon, and there's also a link to it on my website. And with that, you know, um, the daily writings is is something that's near and dear to my heart because again it's a way to be able to share our journey and you know just make sure that others know um what you are experiencing is not you're not alone you you have support you have others that are going through those same things and you know, it, it's, it's been such an amazing experience for me to just be able to share our story and again, have the incredible support of so many people. And I truly appreciate all of that. And when we started doing this podcast, um, I'd actually done um, random radio and podcast uh, years before and the song Down This Road was written by Marcus Oglesby with the band Creek Don't Rise. And it is about our journey and it shares our story. And this is what you will hear um, at the beginning of all of our shows. And then at the end, you'll hear the rest of the song. And again, it's just written so amazing um, about our journey and what we go through. And so I truly appreciate everyone. And again, thank you so much for your support from the last year. And it really means a lot to me and to be able to share our journey. So thank you. And again, it's sweetbabyo.com and enjoy the rest of your day. Thank you. Toodles. Life ain't always what we thought it would be Sometimes heavy is the load I won't give up on you Don't give up on me Take my hand down this road Take my hand down this road 
understand I understand You don't understand The way I am When you cry And I don't know why I'll make you smile When you cry Where this road will lead Nobody knows Just come with me And let's see just How far it goes Take my hand Take my little hand Walk with me And if you can Understand I didn't plan For this road I'm on But here I stand Life ain't always what we thought it would be Sometimes heavy is the load I won't give up on you Don't give up on me Take my hand down this road Take my hand down this road Take my hand